And we're kind of nearing the end of our look at tone on Get A Better Broadcast podcast and video voice. We talk about pitch before that and after tone we're going to be talking about intonation which is going to be a huge area. Huge, huge, huge but really, really important. In fact, I often think of intonation as kind of the bedrock of talking conversationally because you've got to know that uh, because it has so many aspects of conversationality in it. Anyway, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's finish off tone, first of all, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Hope you're well. Thank you for listening. Um, I've got a background training at the BBC, and I trained with the uh, Central School of Speech and Drama in London as well, and putting all sorts of stuff together and uh, to bring to you, to help you get a better broadcast, podcast and video voice. Because... I love you. Those three words can be said in so many different ways. But if you say it with the wrong tone for the moment, (laughs) you could be in trouble, can you? If you want proof of how tone alone can affect behaviour rather than the meaning of the words, say, I love you in a stern tone to your dog, see what happens. And another day say, I hate you in a soft and sweet way. Okay, perhaps don't. I mean, it's a bit of a mean trick, but you get my point. The tone of a voice can soothe or startle a baby, can pacify or provoke an attacker. There'll be clues in a script and in the direction as well, the tone of the voice that they want you to use. If the intention is to excite someone, then sound excited. If you're talking about a miserable event, then say it in a downbeat tone. If you're using the actual words, passion, excitement, adventure, yeah, match your tone and volume with how those words are intended to make the listener feel. Think of the tone alongside the meaning of the word. The meaning of the word in a script is usually a pretty good indicator of the emotion that that character is feeling at that time. Got a few sentences for you here, which are also in the show notes as well. Uh, How might you say these sentences? The miserable boy walked home in the rain. The jubilant boy walked home in the rain. The shy girl flushed with embarrassment. The delighted girl flushed with anticipation. You're not going to say them all in the same way. You're going to think about the definition, the meaning of those words in the sentence and the context of the overall story. And that will help you with the tone that you're going to read that whole sentence in. You're not going to say, the miserable boy walked home in the rain. You're going to say, the miserable boy walked home in the rain. You're going to sound miserable because he's miserable and it's raining as well. What do they call that? Pathetic fallacy, I think. I remember from my uh, from my O-level GCSE English back in the day. The jubilant boy walked home in the rain. Now I'm going to have a different tone there. Maybe spinning on a sixpence in the middle of it as well. Tomorrow, nearly the end, not directly to do with the tone, but it kind of fits in as well. And I rather like this topic. Uh, Tomorrow, onomatopoeia. And also then we're going to be looking at the gravity-levity tonal scale, which you may not have heard of before. Uh, Looking at script direction and brand voices, changing of mood, 
the tone and your mood and how to sound happy and friendly and sad as Get A Better Broadcast podcast and video voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. (laughs) 